0: I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Eric Hamilton. Hey, hey. Hey there. Uh, Back for another episode. Back for another one yes is that your your sign in is hey hey for this one because sure why not you're crusty and hey hey simpsons of of course jesus uh yeah yes i am watching this what episode is this episode eight of hogwash maybe eight or nine something like that yeah Uh, it's good that we're losing probably shouldn't be counting anymore at this point yeah we don't want to sound old yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, if you're tuning in for the first time, thank you very much. And welcome. Welcome to the show. You can follow uh, the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. You can also watch the show on YouTube.com slash HollywoodHogWashPod. Maybe you saw our No Way Home trailer reaction there. Yes, it's currently up to 15,000 views. Yeah. So not bad. So thanks to everyone who watched it, checked it out. Yeah, Yes. So before we, uh, we're going to recap uh, Ghostbusters, Afterlife. Afterlife. Yes, I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it was definitely a fun movie. We're going to talk about that later. But first, we got to talk about the Hollywood hogwash. Ooh. And we're going to start things off with the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. I mean, come on. There were a ton of Easter eggs. So many. If you weren't paying attention. Yeah, Closely mm-hmm. or watching it frame by frame like <laughs> right. the experts do yes. to find these Easter eggs. Unfortunately, I don't have those capabilities, so I just gotta watch it over and over and over and over. <laughs> right. I mean, which I'll do anyway. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. But uh there is a big rumor that, you know, Doctor Strange he doesn't he certainly doesn't seem like himself. He does not. In these trailers. That's for sure. So there's a rumor that Wanda a.k.a. Scarlet Witch, is controlling Doctor Strange in this film. Mm-hmm. Or it could be, like, the evil Doctor Strange from What If? That would be a cool tie-in. Yeah. And then also the other thing, when Doctor Strange says Scooby-Doo this crap in the trailer, that line could be a hint that he's evil or being controlled by, you know, by someone else. Because in Scooby-Doo, you know, it's always, like, the first guy that's like, hey, you gotta, you gotta find out who the bad guy is. It's me. Yeah. Save Remove my mask. Right. So, we'll see about that. Also, uh, the black and gold Spider-Man suit from mm-hmm. the trailer, they're saying it could be the regular suit inside out. Yeah. Uh, because he's fighting Electro in that scene, so I guess he's got to modify his suit somehow to beat Electro. Right. Uh, you can also see that he duct taped his phone to his chest on that suit mm-hmm. while Ned and MJ were FaceTiming. Right. That's so going to be... Wondering about that. ...an interesting scene. Yeah. Uh, another thing I didn't notice was that the Statue of Liberty is holding up a Captain America shield. Yes. So I guess since the Avengers, you know, saved everyone, uh-huh. they brought everyone back, they put the Captain America shield on the Statue of Liberty. Right. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, also, we like haven't a seen... to Steve Rogers and whatnot. Yeah. We haven't seen an action... We haven't had an action scene... Uh, with the Statue of Liberty since the first X-Men film. Oh, wow. And apparently that was like Kevin Feige's first Marvel film that he was a part of. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of the big rumors there is the reason why he did this is because this could be where, like, the X-Men also come through the portal. Like, some of the X-Men. Oh, okay. I'm not convinced about that because that might feel like too much. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because, like... If they're starting to come through, like, Tobey Maguire's coming through, Andrew Garfield's coming through, the villain, you know, like, Venom, maybe, or, like, you know, like, but also the X-Men, I don't know, can you really fit all that in that movie? I mean, look, at this <laughs> point, it's going to be the X-Men, Venom, Batman, <laughs> the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park, yeah, uh, some Star Wars characters. Dude, one day Disney's going to buy DC, and then what? we're going to have, like, Marvel-DC crossover movies. Right, like a Spider Man Batman movie, that well, would pretty fuck. That would, yeah. I mean, they did a Spider Man Batman comic. It was a one shot. Did you ever see that? No. So it's kind of like um, they're bringing Cletus Cassidy. Oh, to Arkham. I have not read it, but I've I heard about it. I think I have it. I'll have to look. You got to give that to me. Yeah, because Cassidy and the Joker team up, right? Carnage and the Joker. Yes, yeah, they do. I've heard about it, but I've and read like. It. They imp- they did this, like, chip in Joker's head, uh-huh. and Carnage is like, oh, let me fix that for you. And he sends, like, symbiote up in his fucking nose and in his head <laughs> to dismantle the chip. And he's like, oh, that's way better. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's awesome. And they did a, uh, a Marvel versus DC comic back in the day. I read that when they fought each other. Yes. Yeah. Like, you had uh, Batman <laughs> versus Captain America. Yep uh lobo versus wolverine yeah the one i was i was disappointed with spider-man versus superboy yeah like come on right superboy well i mean if you thought that was disappointing robin versus jubilee (laughs) i mean come on but it's robin robin's not spider-man i know spider-man gets superboy there wasn't like a a sidekick for robin to fight well, here's the problem. He gets the firework here's, girl here, from here. Here's, here's the problem. Uh-huh. It should have been Spider-Man versus Batman, but I bet neither side was were willing to right. have their boy take a loss. Yeah. But it should have been that. Yes. They're both, you know, the smart guys and... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like... Who has more power, though? Spider-Man or Captain America? Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, giving... That Batman, the opponent, with less powers. Right. You know. Yeah, I guess. You, yeah, 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 whatever. It'd and be, still, it was just a little disappointing that Spider-Man had to fight Superboy, but... Right. Whatever, that was from a comic a long time ago. Back to this trailer. Um, if the X-Men don't show up here, they could show up in the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness, because mm-hmm. apparently that's going to be based on the House of M comic, With Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange. And apparently in that comic, the X-Men show up from another universe or something like that. Like, don't take my word from that. That's just secondhand. Yeah. So maybe they show up then? Well, there was also talk about, um, like, in Eternals, uh, like the Celestial emerging. Yeah. Kind of also triggered the X-Gene in people. Okay. Because in the comics, the Celestials had something to do with it as well. Right. I don't know. I mean, there's so many ways that they could go with bringing in, you know, mutants. Yeah. I know Hugh Jackman says he's done playing Wolverine, but it would be fucking amazing if he got in the MCU. Come on, bro. I don't think he realizes what Marvel money is now. I know. And it's like, what are you going to do instead? That stupid circus movie that no one saw? Greatest Showman, yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> but I mean, okay, I, I, fine. I didn't see it. Sorry, yeah. if you liked it, that's Say fine. Les Mis. But I mean, Le Miz. Yeah. but like, still, who's gonna see that compared to you know, right. another X Men movie? Or... Correct, correct. <coughs> I mean, at least if you could just do Deadpool, Deadpool with Wolverine. Oh, yeah, fuck, that'd be great. Yeah, bottom right. Oh, yeah. oh no, you mean bottom oh, left? I'm oh, I'm sorry, bottom left. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. A lot of our wrestling fans. They, they'll tweet bottom right by mistake. And it's like, wait, well, no, bottom right is who are you? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Also in this trailer, uh, a cool thing we were talking about earlier was when Peter takes the green cube from Doctor Strange and he th- and he tries to you know, swing away. He thwips. But Doctor Strange opens up two portals, one in front of him and behind him, causing Peter to thwip himself. Yeah. It, he that was awesome. Through the portal and then it hits his foot. Yeah, so he's basically stuck. Right. That was something that's like it's too fast in the trailers, but yeah, that's a pretty fucking awesome moment. Right. Genius. And I mean, you gotta think like how fast the whip is. Yeah. So I mean, that's. Oh yeah. You know, Doctor Strange is like oh Peter doing two holes. Peter, you know, he shoots weird. ropes really fast. Yeah. So yeah. You <laughs> you right awake. in Doctor Strange's hole. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, and then, of course, the biggest thing yes. of the trailer was who kicked the, li- the lizard in the Brazilian trailer. <laughs> yes. So in the U.S. trailer, yeah, there's a scene where three villains, Electro, Sandman, and Lizard, yes. are jumping at Tom Holland's Spider-Man, who's kind of like in the middle. Right. But as they zoom in, or as they get closer to each other, you can tell the lizard is in no way or no. shape in any... Tra- trajectory right and that's him. that's you know that's that's just them showing that to us without telling like they're basically telling us yeah toby Maguire and andrew garfield they're in this movie like without telling us they're in this movie correct like that was on purpose like yeah. this is not they're not trying to trick anyone here right so in the brazilian version that scene goes on like an extra second or two right and basically like you see the lizard like lunging and then he just like he gets kicked or hit by nothing, right? You know, so and everyone like, assumes it's Andrew Garfield because Gar Lizard is Garfield's villain, but Electro is also Garfield's villain, so right? It, and it, Holland's it, going after Sandman, which yeah. is so Maguire's. I, I'm just gonna assume that it's it's Toby McGuire kicking Lizard, sure, or maybe they'll swap the. You know, they could swap Tom Holland to be on the bottom. Yeah, they can do anything they want. There was all, there, people are also saying that um, there's a scene of Tom Holland swinging in the spider suit, and people think they changed to- uh, Toby McGuire. Like, that's actually going to be Toby swinging. Like, they changed the suit, but then the eyes are still like Toby's eyes. Okay. Like, from his suit. Yeah, I mean, so much of it is CGI, I and mean, right. you can do whatever and you again, want. And again, they did this with Endgame. With mm-hmm. the Endgame trailer, there was so much edited out. Yes, and changed up. On purpose. Yeah. Because we, we couldn't... You know, they didn't want to uh, spoil Smart Hulk. Yeah. And stuff like that, so... Yeah. Can't fucking wait. Absolutely. Winter tickets going on sale? You're buying them immediately, right? Uh, not tomorrow, but next Monday. Next Monday. Yeah. Right. Cool. Also, uh, Tom Holland keeps on saying in interviews that he may be done playing Spider-Man. He's like really doubling down here, right? I hope it's all just a work. It, it probably is. He recently told GQ, "If I'm playing Spider-Man after I'm 30, I've done something wrong." How old is he right now? 25. Five more years. What's that? Yeah. And Tomi McGuire is like, excuse me. Tommy <laughs> right. McGuire is like 50 now. <laughs> He's like, hey, fuck you. I wonder you, if they're kid. gonna. I mean, Tommy McGuire still looks like a little boy. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they're gonna de-age him in the movie. I don't think so. it looked like they de-aged Dr. Ock. Because Alfred Molina doesn't look that young. They de-aged him, for sure, in the trailer. I guess so. Yeah. He doesn't have many wrinkles. I yeah. Mean, Alfred Molina's an old man now. So they yeah. might de-age Toby, because they don't want to... I mean, he doesn't look 50, but he's 50. Oh, that's a picture from 2010. That's the... <laughs> Yeah, so he looks older there. I mean... If it's supposed to be Dr. Octopus from 2004, which that's the other thing. Like, it's Dr. Oct from 2004 transporting to 2021 in this universe? Right. That's something else they have to explain, because that's a little st- strange. Well, that's why I'm thinking, like, well, maybe they don't de-age him. Maybe it's... it's Like a different variant of Doc Ock that never died, you know. But I'm saying, like, they still DHF Alfred Molina in the trailer. Like, you could tell his face looks like, you know, right. Well, I mean, you can't have him looking like a 70 year old villain, right? That's why I'm I'm wondering about the Flash movie with Michael Keaton. Yeah, because Michael Keaton's in his late 60s, and can you really be Batman at that age? Right. You know, they might DHF and the Batman Beyond series he was just using a more enhanced suit right but there did get to a point where you can't even use that you know yeah yeah so uh holland also suggested that they bring in someone to play miles morales so he can take the spidey helm so i guess we'll see but this can't be the end of tom holland no And like kevin feige's also like has said like oh yeah he's just getting started you know he's taking iron man's place so whatever right uh also michael keaton uh, recently appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and he revealed that he's currently shooting some vulture stuff. Interesting. So that's cool. Yeah, because we know he's going to be in Morbius. He's already filmed that, mm-hmm. and Spider Man's already filmed. So yeah, looks like he's going to be in something else. Yeah, I'm very excited for that because Michael Keaton's awesome. He's in both fucking universes. He's in the MCU and the DCU, like at the same time. Oh yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. Wow. Yeah. Also, Kevin Feige recently mentioned that he's working on a secret Marvel project with Scarlett Johansson, but it's not Black Widow, and she's working as a producer. Not sure if she's going to be in the thing. Yeah. But just a producer. So she's still kind of a part of Mar- Marvel, but obviously not. She's dead. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Her character died. <laughs> she's dead. I still think one day they're all going to come back for like a one off. Sure. Why like not? Her, Captain America, Iron Man for like a cameo. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll see. Uh, this is really weird. A group of researchers from the Georgia Institute of Technology recently uncovered that Thanos' snap with the Infinity Gauntlet is physically impossible. Because the F- Infinity Stones don't exist. <laughs> no, that's <Nope>. not why. <laughs> no shit. Uh, they explored the role of friction by covering fingers with different materials, including metallic thimbles, to simulate the effects of trying to snap while wearing a metallic gauntlet like Thanos is. Uh, one of the undergraduate students said, our results suggest that Thanos could not have snapped because of his metal armored fingers. So it's probably the Hollywood special effects rather than actual physics at play. Sorry for the spoiler. I don't know if that's a spoiler. okay i think we could all agree that these students should be doing something else more important correct than telling us that thanos also a pretend make-believe guy who's stronger than the hulk can't snap his fingers with a metal gauntlet yeah also the (laughs) snap is just an action using the stones does not require a snap Mm -hmm. How many times did he activate a stone just by willing it? Right. You know? Yeah. It's just the snap is dramatics. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Also in a recent Instagram post, Sylvester Stallone confirmed that he will be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Okay. Yeah. You know, he had the cameo in the first one. Uh, Second one. Oh, second one. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets like his team back together. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also recently said that he finished filming Expendables 4, to which I was like, oh, that's a thing? <laughs> right. Oh, boy. Have you seen them? Have you seen all the Expendables? I have. The first two were great, right? First two were really good. The third one was bad. Just trash. Just bad. Yeah. Because they, they were like, oh, the new blood. The new blood. And Ronda Rousey was one of them, but she was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I don't know. Like I know 50 cents in it, Megan Fox is in it. That doesn't sound promising. It does not. So I don't know about that. Yeah. I'm I'm not looking forward to it. Well, here's something to look forward to. A oh, uh, supposed point. casting sheet for an upcoming Daredevil project at Marvel has leaked online. Okay. Yeah. Very excited for this. Hell yeah. I mean, every, you know, it's basically confirmed that Daredevil's going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone's expecting Kingpin to show up in the Hawkeye show. Yeah. So it makes sense. Right. But we'll see what it is because... I mean, so far the Disney Plus shows have been good. But I don't think they could make it as dark as the Netflix Daredevil show was on Disney Plus. Right? No. That was... I mean, because there was even some sexual stuff mm-hmm. like with Electra and that the woman that played Electra in that show was insane. Yeah. <laughs> no, that show was, but very gory. You know what I mean? Like yeah, a lot of blood, like the Punisher too. Like we all want to see John Bernthal come back, but can Disney really, right? Do We're that. not going to get anything with that prison scene. No, my God. Yeah. But I'm excited to see daredevil come back. Cause that was my favorite show. When it was on Netflix. Yeah. That was if you haven't watched it, go fucking check it out. It's great. Uh also the latest rumor is that Eternal Star Barry Kogan. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Keogan Kogan. Mm. Uh he's gonna be playing the Joker in the Robert Pattinson the Batman movie. Wow, they're just loading this shit up. Yeah. Um maybe it's like the post-credit scene. Could be. Because The early screenings, people were saying that like um, like people went ape shit for the post credit scene or the mid credit scene for the movie. Okay. In the you know screenings, right? Uh, But in a now deleted tweet, Barry's brother Eric said, "It's finally out. My brother is playing the Joker in the new Batman. Unreal stuff." (laughs) So thanks, bro. It's now deleted. Yeah. You never know if this could be like this whole thing could be a marketing ploy. Like, where they tell his brother to tweet this, then delete it ten minutes later. Yeah. Marvel kind of does stuff like that. Right. And, like, the whole, like, Tom Holland spoils stuff, and they pretend like he's doing it on accident. Mm -hmm. When, of course, it's all on purpose. The best, like, kind of, like, cheating troll. Yeah. Ever. uh, Was, um... uh, She she was on Game of Thrones. Uh Uh-huh. And she was on Fallon. Yeah. And... Like, I guess it was, like, the second half of the last season. You who know. was on? Uh, what's her name? She played... I think she played Arya. Okay. I you know, know, know who I'm talking about? No, I don't. Okay. Um, so, anyway, she's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's really exciting. Uh, I got the got the script, and, you know, Arya dies in the second episode. And, and like, she's like, holy shit. <laughs> like, she, like, covers her mouth. She's like, oh, my God and Jimmy Fallon's like uh, is did you just give us like the spoiler? <laughs> and like, you know, she like starts like almost like crying. Right. And she's like is this live? And he's like no no no, this mm-hmm. is tape. She's like or right, well people are going to tweet about it and like she ran out and there was like all the big like ploy of course like a big yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean it was funny, you know. I remember when um they were promoting Dark Knight Rises. Uh-huh. And Anne Hathaway was on, um, uh, the Late Show. That was Dave Letterman's show, right? That's what it was called, the yeah. Late Show. Yeah, and David Letterman was like, "No, at the end of the movie, Batman is dead." And then Anne Hathaway was like, "What? What did you say? I didn't say that. Don't blame me. I didn't say that." So like, yeah, you just you know, it seemed like that was a ploy. Yeah. Obviously, from what we know, Batman died, but not Bruce Wayne. Right. So uh, it's uh, it was Maisie Williams. That's okay. who uh, played her. Nice. Uh, yeah, we just talked a lot about superhero stuff. But uh, in an interview with Deadline, director Ridley Scott did not hold back when talking about superhero movies, saying they're fucking boring as shit. Their scripts are not any fucking good. I think I've done three great scripted superhero movies. Alien. Gladiator and Blade Runner. None of those heads are not superhero movies. Superheroes. Um but you know what looks boring as shit, Ridley Scott? House of Gucci. <laughs> right. Uh we're not we're not reviewing that movie next week. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to see that. No. <laughs> it just is not I've, interest. Like I have no interest in it. No. You know? No. And don't get me wrong, like I like Adam Driver's acting. Yeah. I love Al Pacino, of course. Jared Leto. I mean, his character looks nothing like him. Right. It's like a full fucking transformation. Yeah. But, it's like uh, Colin Farrell as Penguin. Yeah, but like I'm not invested enough in Gucci no. to like care to see like oh what happened like maybe if it was like an FX show yeah. like how they did the Versace right which that was really good yeah I loved that. This just, the whole trailer is just like snobby people being snobby. And it's like, yeah, I right. don't care. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, honestly, I've seen a lot of these, you know, best picture, best director movies. And I don't remember shit about them. No. But you know what I do remember? Yeah. Like fucking 50 portals opening at the end of Endgame. Of course. And all these heroes that you've been watching for 22 movies coming out. Yeah. To fight the villain. Right. You know? These award shows are just so snobby. That's why that's why back in the day MTV's movie awards were cool. Yeah. Because they gave awards to these movies. Right. Um but now their award shows are just fucking weird. Yeah. Um I don't know the last time I watched an MTV movie award show. <laughs> Right. My favorite one was when Jack Black and Sarah Michelle Gellar hosted in 2002. Mm-hmm. The Spider Man parody they did, yeah. Yeah. the intro song they did is so good. Right. Like I know I I still think I could recite every line from that intro song. Yeah, it was so great. Um, well, I like when he's like, "Oh, let me test out." You know, "Oh, I can do this." Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Hands are all hairy and sticky. No change there. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, go check that out. They also do a Lord of the Rings parody. It's, uh-huh. it's great stuff. Um, but really, Scott also told Deadline that the script for Gladiator 2 is finished. Why? 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 <laughs> Come on, dude. You can't shit on superhero movies and then say, oh, we're going to do Gladiator 2. Which is like my superhero. Yeah. You know? Fuck it's off. the Gladiator CU. Yeah. <laughs> the GCU. Right. So whatever, really, Scott. Fuck off, man. Uh, Also, Miramax has sued Quentin Tarantino over his NFT collection based uh, on Pulp Fiction. We (laughs) talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah. He was selling NFTs for Pulp Fiction. Miramax accuses the director of violating the company's copyright and trademark and is demanding a halt to the upcoming sale. So we'll see who wins this. I mean, if Miramax owns the movie, then I guess I see them winning this. But... Probably, yeah. But I also, I mean, yeah, because that was, that was like one of his, that was his second movie. Miramax probably does own it, I would yeah. guess. I don't know, though. Uh, also, a new book about The Office TV show revealed that Jim Halpert almost cheated on Pam. What? Yeah. The book is called Welcome to Dunder Mifflin, the Ultimate Oral History of The Office. It was written by actor Brian Baumgartner, who played Kevin. Okay. And uh, it was also written by executive producer Ben Silverman. The book reveals that the series creator, Greg Daniels, wanted Jim to actually make out with Kathy in the After Hours episode. However, John Krasinski refused, claiming that if they showed Jim cheating on Pam, the fans would never come back. I believe that. Yeah, I I think... I think John Krasinski made the right choice there. Right. That's why the the last season felt so disjointed. Because Pam and Jim are fighting the whole season. Right. It's like, no. That's what I always get upset about in movies is like the end of the first, if there's sequels, the end of the first movie, they fall in love. Mm -hmm. Then in the second one, they break up and we have to watch them fall in love all over again. They do this in so many movies. I know. And TV shows, you know. Right. It's like, yeah, Jim and Pam, it took them, what, three seasons to... Get together more than that. I think they finally, oh, yeah, but like by the beginning of season four, they were together, yeah, because they were trying to keep it a secret. But it was uh-huh. like it took you know four years basically, yeah. Don't fuck this up. But I mean, when you were watching that season with that Kathy girl, like, yeah, they kept hinting that something was gonna happen, mm-hmm. but he turned her down. That was a good move on Krizensky's part, yeah. No one wanted to see Jim be a, an asshole like that, no. Like, he worked so hard to get Pam just to cheat on her. Yeah, come on. It'd be silly. Uh, also, back in August, South Park creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone signed a new deal with Viacom CBS that will pay them more than $900 million over the next six years. The deal involves new South Park episodes for Comedy Central, which, where the fuck are they, by the way? Right. Uh, as well as 14 movies that will be on Paramount Plus. Wow. And the first movie. It's finally been announced. It's called South Park Post-COVID, and it takes place 40 years into the future. What? Yeah. And they released a short trailer showing Stan and Kyle as grown adults, which they've, like, never done before. No. Like, The Simpsons waited, like, five years, and then they did, like, a future episode with Lisa's wedding. Yeah. Like, South Park has done episodes in the future, but, like, not with them as adults, really. So... I'm really interested to see this, mm-hmm. uh, and it seems like Kyle has taken Mr. Mackey's job as the school counselor because oh. there is a poster behind him that read "drugs are still bad." Okay, so it seems like he's the school counselor. It looks like Stan has like a dead end job that he hates. Yeah, and um, his dad Randy lives with him. He's an old man in a wheelchair now, just like his grandfather was. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I'm really excited for this. It's going to be available to stream on Thanksgiving. Okay. So I'm thinking that should be the next thing we review next week. Yeah? Yeah. I'm really excited about that. We'll have to figure it out. We'll have to get a Paramount Plus account, I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> figure that out. Right. Also, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson recently told Esquire that he wants to be the next James Bond. He said, My grandfather was a Bond villain, and you only live twice with Sean Connery. It was very cool, and I would like to follow in his footsteps and be the next Bond. Okay. Not sure they're going to do that. Yeah. James Bond was never like... He's just... Yeah. Hey! He's not the Hulk. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So, I don't know about that, but it's interesting that he said that. Uh, The last thing I have before we review Ghostbusters was... So, last week, me and Josh reviewed Red Notice. Uh Uh-huh. And at the end of the movie, Ryan Reynolds says makes a joke about Vin Diesel's Audition tape for cats, correct saying that it exists. Uh huh. And someone uploaded what we thought was Vin Diesel's cats audition, and we laughed at it, we made fun of it. Yes, but we were tricked because it wasn't Vin Diesel's cats audition, it's actually a short film that he made in 1995 called Multifacial, which is about how hard it is auditioning for roles when you're a multiracial actor in Hollywood. So that whole scene about him acting and it's bad acting was on purpose because it's, it's Vin Diesel trying to be an Italian guy. Okay. Which just doesn't make sense. No. So that was like the whole joke of it. So it was funny for me and Josh to watch it. And right. And I'm sure you laughed at it as well. But I had to like at least do that correction for the show. Yeah. Some, <laughs> a, some like digging on it. <laughs> it wasn't the cats right. audition. Uh, someone really tricked a lot of people yes on youtube but hopefully we'll see the actual cats audition one day hopefully if it's real yeah that would be amazing come on ryan reynolds come on produce it yeah (laughs) vin diesel's probably doing like all he can to make sure that never comes out oh for sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) but all right that is all for news so on to ghostbusters afterlife something strange in your neighborhood Oh, th- this is a spoiler. This, warning. Yeah, spoiler warning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was really good. I it was a lot of fun. Uh, most- Better than the all female Ghostbusters film from. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> of course. You're I didn't actually. I, sk- I, sk- I skipped that one. I did not see it. I refused. Good. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to. Uh, this definitely ranks number two. I think. Yeah. Yeah. After was- the first one. Yeah. Okay. Um, the characters were really memorable. My favorite Most character was, was podcast. Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, podcast was fun. Like, especially like when he's like, kind of like doing the narration. Right. You know, I thought, I thought that was good. Every character was pretty good except for one. Finn Wolfhard. No, wait, that's the boy, right? Yeah. No, even more worthless than him was the mother. Yeah, she was a worthless drunk who just wanted to get laid and paid. (laughs) Laid and paid, paid. right? Yeah, like the first half of the movie, she's just you see, she's like sleeping on the fucking kitchen table, drunk Mm -hmm. off of wine. Yeah, she's pretty worthless. And then she's like, "Wait, so you're telling me there's no money?" Yeah, like okay, right? Like, did you try getting a job? Yeah. Because, like, they get to town, Mm -hmm. Finn Wolfhard immediately gets out of the car and fills out an application to that burger place. Oh, yeah, he saw... Now, granted, he saw a girl that he liked. Of course. But his first instinct was, let me get a job. Yeah, not her. No. Jesus. Yeah. You need money, right? (laughs) You should go work at that place, too. (laughs) Clearly not. There's there's plenty of jobs. Jeez, it's a small town. Right. Um... I like that. I thought the daughter was was very good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Obviously, Paul Rudd was great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the daughter was really like. It's funny, like how much she resembled Egon. Right. Like it was like watching like young Egon as a girl. Yeah. You know, very practical. Right. Slightly witty when yep. it needs to be. Very nerdy. Yeah. Uh, I I thought it was funny how the daughter her name's phoebe like she said she didn't believe in ghosts but then like she she wasn't even surprised that like a ghost was playing chess with her right in her room no she's just like oh oh yeah okay let's play
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, not
0: sure. that's that's a funny thing that like in scary movies when people see ghosts they freak out but if if you see a ghost that's not a scary movie People Mm -hmm. aren't that surprised about it. Right, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, there's a ghost. Oh, cool, cool." ghosts. Yeah. (laughs) Those exist. Right. I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, I did like how Paul Rudd showed them the the Ghostbusters on YouTube. I felt like that would be exactly what would happen. For sure. In real life. Yes, for sure. Like, kids are like, what? What are you talking about? Well, I like how he's like, yeah, I'm the, you know summer school teacher yeah and he's like all right so here's a tv you're gonna watch Cujo, (laughs) yeah and then later chucky yeah they're watching chucky yeah his like his motivation is just like showing kids movies that's it yeah because he's like they're all stupid anyway yeah but then he meets phoebe and he's like oh you're not an idiot oh you know what this is right yeah um yeah <laughs> I also felt uneasy about um, the Stranger Things kid cheating on Eleven. I thought that was messed up. Okay. I mean, I, mean, I don't know how you felt about that, but. It didn't make a difference to I'm me. Just kidding. But it's like, that's all I've seen this kid in. So. Yeah. I didn't watch it too or anything like that. So. Right. I did like um, how Egon's ghost kind of helps her put back together the Proton Pack. Yeah. That, they had a good story cool. where she was doing that stuff, and then, uh, what was the son's name? I don't want to keep calling him Stranger Things Kid or whatever, but, like, she was doing that, and then he was fixing the car. Uh-huh. And then they met up, and it was like, oh, you have that, and I have the car. Cool, get in. Right, yeah. And then they, they fight their first ghost. He was Trevor. Oh, Trevor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, by the way, we never saw the green one. Like, we never saw... Slimer? Like, Slimer. Yeah. What's that about? I don't like for know for sure. We would have seen Slimer. We saw like this blue one that was kind of like Slimer. It's like his distant cousin. Yeah, but uh, this fat blue ghost can shoot bullets from his mouth. Well, he's eating metal. Oh, that's that's it. That's why. Okay. So yeah, I didn't I didn't get that. But yeah, the card chase was a lot of fun, right? And I like the when fact they destroyed that, the whole town. I like the fact that like you could tell like Egon had been like working on upgrades. Yeah. You know, where, like, so in the Ghostbusters remake, they're like, oh, hey, proton packs. And then, like, ten minutes later, it's like, oh, I've also been working on, like, a shotgun and brass knuckles and, yeah. like, dumb shit. You right. know, where it's this is just, like, kind of, like, slightly more upgraded. Yeah. You know, like, there's a trap that ha- that's on the remote control car yeah. that can apparently do 70 miles an hour. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was very then, fast. You know, like car. the seat that pops out, like the gunner door on the Ecto One. Yes, I thought that was that was great. That was very cool. Um, yeah, there. One of the best Curb Your Memes uh-huh. was when. They had the cast of the female Ghostbusters movie on some talk show. Yes, maybe Jimmy Kimmel. It was Kimmel, but they also had like Bill Murray, and they showed a clip from the movie. This really cringy, trying to be funny scene that just wasn't. Uh huh. And then they zoom in on Bill Murray, uh, like the person recording it does, and it's just Bill Murray looking like, what the fuck is? this? And then he like then even rolls his eyes. <laughs> he rolls his eyes, and they play the Curb Your Enthusiasm. Boop <laughs> boop. <laughs> yeah, it is fucking hilarious. Right because he was like god why why yeah there was uh there was a cool uh tribute to uh Ivan Reitman mm-hmm. in the movie theater in town one of the movies that was playing was Cannibal Girls uh huh which is Ivan Reitman's first movie mm so i thought that was that was we well, you know cool. who directed this right J- Jason his Reitman his son yeah his son who apparently i guess he had a complicated relationship with his dad or something like that mm-hmm. cuz he like he originally swore he would never do a ghostbusters f- film. Okay. But then, you know, I guess he said fuck it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I, then they, I'm glad he did.
0: Yeah. So then the the kids get arrested and hey, the cop was the Shocker from Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, he's going to shock <laughs> you. I'm the Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Shocker. Michael Keaton. Yeah. And then uh, Phoebe asks for a phone call and he's like, he puts the phone down. He's like, who are you going to call? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was good. That was who are you going to call? Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's crazy. He is. <laughs> uh, I like he has how, like an occult bookshop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how he's, he keeps like almost hanging up, but then he's like, no. And then he just tells this stranger the whole story. Mm-hmm. Like, he has no idea who she is. Right. And then at the very end, she's like, no, I'm I'm Egan's granddaughter. Yeah. Like, how do you end with that? Yeah. And then the cop's like, time's up. Yeah. Ends and up he's like, hello. It. Hello. hello. <clears throat> but at that point, you knew what was going to happen at the end of the movie. Correct. Or at least you were like, if you don't fucking do this. Yeah. Everyone's going to be pissed off. Right. <laughs> or like, if somehow you hadn't seen either the two original Ghostbuster movies. Yeah. But of course yeah so later when paul rudd's in walmart mm-hmm. this is another thing that in real life you would just die instantly you would have a heart attack and drop dead if you saw many marshmallow men come come to life and there were hundreds swarming you yes you would just die immediately and the marshmallow men were like killing each other yes like one's like walking across a grill, a functional grill in yeah. a Walmart. Right. One is in a functional blender right. in Walmart. Like seeing like seeing the first one when he came out of the package, like, you know, they're all cute. One's cute. A hundred of them swarming you, not so cute. No. But that was that was funny. I did like that. Uh-huh. I also loved when the monster dog chased Paul Rudd and he slid into his car from the front because it had no windshield anymore. Right, cuz when they <laughs> released the ghost from the trap, yes. It bl- like blew out all the windows. Yeah, that's yeah, that's something you forgot to mention. They started this whole problem. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they the had ghost. to solve they had to correct their own problem. Yeah, so uh just like in the first movie, um Demonic Mom and Demonic Paul Rudd bring back Gozer. Uh-huh. And then it's like Oh, look, it's J.K. Simmons. And he's gone. (laughs) Yes. He's like, Gozer, you're back. I brought you. And then she rips him in half. Yeah. It's like J.K. uh, Simmons Like, was in the movie for 30 seconds. And who was he? So he was the guy who designed that apartment building in the first one. Okay, so... Yeah, I haven't seen the first one since I was like a kid. So I've yeah, there's some things yeah. that I missed. And like they said, like he owned everything in this town, and they like mine selenium. Yeah, which is what the beams in this building were made of because they were a conductor, right, of some sort. So he who put him in that in that coffin,
1: he I, did. I guess so. I guess That's so. how he
0: wanted to be buried, right? Okay. Yeah. And then he's like, when when Gozer comes back, I'll be with Gozer. Yes, because Gozer's hot. Yeah. Even though they say that. Gozer's not male or female, right? But she's... But she's hot. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So then they have a big fight. Gozer's going to kill the kids, the mom, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Well, like, the whole... Like, most of the movie, like, the town's been plagued by, like, earthquakes. Right. Which is, you know, what Paul Rudd and Phoebe kind of bond on. Yes. It's like, oh, there's no fault lines. There's no fracking. There's you know so like you end up when they go to like gozer's palace whatever yeah. in the mountain like you find out there's like this well of like ghosts mm-hmm. and basically when it gets to a certain point egon had rigged up the proton packs yeah to where it all fires in on this well and yeah. like quells it because like one of the things that like when Phoebe's talking to Dan Aykroyd about is like no he just up and left he took all the packs all the traps yeah. everything right and then you find out like he did it all to like try to protect right from like the next coming did it, did was it just a random ghost that killed Egon in the beginning it was one of those from the from the death pit it was one of the dogs oh it was uh huh okay yeah gotcha. Because he had captured one, so I guess the other one came right. okay. to try to get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Gozer's going to kill the you know all the kids, the mom and Paul Rudd and everything. But then, of course, the moment you're waiting for, the original Ghostbusters show up. Yes. Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Bill <laughs> Murray with his one-liners just left and right was so yeah. great. Um, what's the other guy's name? uh Wilson Winston Winston, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that actor's real name because he's not. He never got famous like Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray did. (laughs) But yeah, shit. um, Yeah. So that was a cool moment. My only regret was I was pretty much in an empty movie theater. Uh huh. When I saw that, same. So like, no one cheered. It was just like quiet when they showed up. It's like, oh man, there was noise in mine, but it was from one fucking kid. Oh geez, who would not shut up? (laughs) (laughs) Who's like, you don't even know who they are, right? Because I went to like my showing is at like twelve thirty on a Saturday. Yeah, you know that was one thing though is that Dan Aykroyd said that Egon took all the proton packs, everything. Uh huh. But then they show up and they all have it. Right. I guess we're supposed to just not think about that. I mean, I that. guess they had backups. I guess. But, like, Phoebe had to repair one, and there's a yeah. still perfect working order. <laughs> you know? Maybe maybe Winston had some, because later he, like, you know, kind of teases that or something. Right, but yeah. Yeah, so they all fire their fucking blasters at Gozer, but it doesn't work. She kicks their ass. Right, she, like, they... They shoot her yeah. and then they all start, you know, to touch tips right. to cross the streams. Yeah. And then Gozer's like ripping it apart, and Dan Dark was like, She's uncrossing the streams. <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh yeah. So she's about to kill the old guys, but then Phoebe saves them. She shoots one of the proton packs. And uh Grandpa Egan helps her. Egon. Egon, sorry. Yeah uh and it's it's harold Ramis, which Mm -hmm. like cgi cgi hologram he died yeah a few years ago 10 years ago 10 years it's been yeah wow but yeah that was great cgi it was um yeah like the way that they aged like the original yeah egon you know right yeah and uh everyone does their part to trap gozer Except for Paul Rudd, because he's still, like, one of the dogs at this point. Mm-hmm. But, like, even the mom, she gets to step on the trapper. Yeah, so, like, he had that basically moment. rigged up a field full of traps. Yeah. So it's like... So they trap her in, like, a bunch of different ones, right? Yeah, so yeah. she's not just in one, she's in a bunch of them. Sure. Yeah, sure, sure. And so, yeah, they, they save the day, and, of course, Dan Aykroyd... Of course, Dan Aykroyd listens to podcasts. Podcasts even says like the same line the kid says like yeah yeah it really picked up a bit around like or it found its voice in yeah. episode forty seven right yeah and of course because if you know who Dan Aykroyd is in real life he's like a crazy conspiracy nut have you ever seen he uh, thinks aliens are here right now have you ever seen Dan Aykroyd unscripted on UFOs I, I mean like I've heard him talk about I've heard him talk about an in interview. It was before. like a documentary where it's just like him and a pack of cigarettes and a camera <laughs> talking about fucking aliens for an hour and a half. It's fucking great, and it's just insanity, right? It is. That's great. Uh, so then, mom gets to hug daddy Egon. You uh-huh. know, she makes up with him because all the other dog. Ghostbusters made their peace. Yeah, that was funny when they were all shooting uh, Gozer, and then he and then. <laughs> uh, a uh, ghost Egon standing there, and they all like tur- slowly turn and, like, oh, oh, you're here. Oh, it's him. All right. <laughs> but yeah, this was a really nice moment for Harold Ramis. It was. And uh, it was a nice ending. Good movie. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, now that Marvel made it famous, every movie has to have a mid-credit scene and a post-credit scene. At least one of them. At least one. Yeah. And we get a cute little scene with Sigourney Weaver and Bill Murray. Uh-huh and uh she's giving bill murray the the, the card, shock test the shock test yeah. that he was giving when you first meet him in the original ghostbusters yeah and uh it's hard to tell whether they're still together or maybe they're just flirting years later right you know yeah i don't know hopefully he's still together hopefully yeah and then the post credit scene sets up uh the next movie and it looks like they're getting the fire station back yes I thought Dan Aykroyd said it became a Starbucks. Yeah, he said it's a Starbucks now. But it's not. I guess not. Or was he talking about another place? Maybe. Did they have another place? I don't think so. Yeah. Because then they go there, and it's not a Starbucks. Yeah, even the containment unit is in the (laughs) basement. It's just abandoned. And it's like beeping red. Right. So. So I guess the family, everyone, they moved to New York, and I'd be down for a sequel. Yeah. You know? Right. One of the things like i had seen brought up would be like it would to make it completely full circle. Right. Is to bring in. Um, I mean, it doesn't even have to be the same actor. The kid that Sigourney Weaver had in two. Yeah. You know, bring him in. Right. As a Ghostbuster. Yeah. You know, that, that'd be pretty cool. They also had the uh, what's her name? The uh, the receptionist. Yes. She was in it. Yeah. She was in the post credit scene and the beginning of the movie when they first go to the house. But Mm -hmm. she was kind of just there to be like, hey, remember me from the original movie? She didn't really do much. She didn't do much. No. Uh, But yeah, let's give some awards for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Worst Dressed. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say the mom in the the Zool dress. Oh, at when she was demonic? Yeah. All right. Because you can't top Sigourney Weaver in that dress. True. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Best dressed? <laughs> Oof. Uh, I guess Gozer. I would say Gozer. She was hot. Plus, like, the armor it was, like, bony and spiky. Yeah. Yeah. She was cool. I'll go with Gozer uh worst acting I mean it's a good movie (laughs) yeah um if anyone the mom the mom was just kind of annoying I would I would say uh the lady who played is it Janine the one who was just like hey remember me from the first movie oh the receptionist yeah she just like showed up to not do anything she did nothing yeah Yeah. best acting Paul Rudd I'm gonna go with the girl who played Phoebe okay she was really good too Mm yeah yeah uh worst comment, I don't know if there was a worse comment. There was nothing that I like didn't really like. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe one of those corny jokes, but they were supposed to be bad. They were. <laughs> Best comment? Oh man, there was a lot. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go with like just like the little speech that uh Bill Murray gave when he like came back and was talking to Gozer. You mean, oh, um, oh, yeah, 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 right. We could have had something. Yeah. Yeah, all right, I'll go with that. That was funny. Uh, Worst moment. I guess it would be that ghost spitting out metal bullets, because that doesn't really make sense. (laughs) Not really. No. I just, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think they shouldn't have made the mom so, like, worthless. Right. She almost seems like the villain of the movie. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. And then best moment, that's easy. When the original Ghostbusters come back, right? I mean, yeah, they're standing all four with yeah. CGI Harold Ramis. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty great. Fun movie. Fun movie. Fun Definitely movie. check it out. I mean, yeah, if you like Ghostbusters, faux show. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my son, he's about to be nine. He hasn't seen the original Ghostbusters, but he's seen the trailer. He wants to see it, so I'll probably end up seeing it again. Yeah. Pretty soon. I I mean, I would go see it again if someone asked me to. I kind of want to watch the original one, though, because it's been so long For since sure. I've seen it. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. Because I was like, oh, I'm not getting some of these jokes because I was a fucking kid when I saw this movie. Yes. So, yeah. All right, let's give some fan, let's, let's do some fan questions. Okay. Uh, Justin Stewart, what movie or series do you think should have one more... Oh, what movie series do you think should have one more movie to feel complete? For me, it's Austin Powers. Oh, Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I would say no for that. Um, I mean, you don't have Mini-Me anymore. You can't do Mini-Me, really. Yeah. It's just movie series, right? Spider-Man 4, Tobey Maguire. (laughs) Right. John Malkovich with the vulture. Although I guess we're going to get... No, no. Not that. (laughs) I guess we are going to get some sort of thing with toby mcguire and spider-man no way home to make it feel complete yeah but again i think there's a chance like people love that so much that they might do another one right there's a you know chance. it's kind of up in the air especially with them doing like a prequel now but i hope they do like another kingsman yeah with, yeah that'd be good with taron egerton and then they even teased uh what's his name coming to england too um the american guy channing tatum oh yeah yeah Right. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Mike Dawes. Goodfellas remake with Vin Diesel as Jimmy. Who says no? I say no. Yeah. I say no. Look, if you want to see Vin Diesel as like a mob guy, watch Knock Around Guys. Yeah, Vin Diesel can't play Robert De Niro's character. No. I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it'd be funny to see Vin Diesel try to be Joe Pesci in that movie just to laugh at it. Right. (laughs) You think I'm funny? (laughs) You think I'm funny like a clown? It's like, no, come on, with more emotion, Vin. <laughs> you think I'm funny? I am Groot. You think my family's funny? Yeah. Amir, who's most likely to be the last Sinister Six? Kingpin, Hobgoblin Ned. Uh-huh. Was Ned a Hobgoblin? No, like, they're saying, like, a variant of Ned who's become, like, Why a Why would he become a Hobgoblin? You never know. Or Venom. I mean, I, at this point, I would say, with those, I'd say Hobgoblin, Ned. Hobgoblin, Ned? Yeah. That sounds insane. Because v- you know Venom's going to be post-credit. No, I don't think so. And Kingpin, what's he really going to do? Why would Venom be post-credit? What's the point, then? Having Venom post in the post-credit scene of Far From Home? Yeah. That's what we said is going to happen. No. You don't think he's going to be in the actual, you think he's going to be in the actual movie? He was, the post-credit for Venom 2 was him joining that universe. Right. It can't be just post-credit after that. All right, well, we'll see. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think any of these will be the last Sinister. Right. Um, It's more likely to be. I'd like to see Paul Giamatti's Rano. Yeah, it's probably, it might be that, although you would think, wouldn't they spoil that one? Yeah, In say. the trailer, like, right, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I do like the idea of Kingpin, like getting them all together. We'll, but it we'll get Venom, but it'll be to- uh, Topher Grace's Venom. <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> no, uh, Ghost of Johnny Drip Drip, that's hilarious. Wow, Pushfire, bury these Vin Diesel cinematic universes, Fast and the Furious, Chronicles of Riddick, Vin Diesel's Cats. Fire that, because it doesn't exist. <laughs> Barry, Fast and Furious, Bush Chronicles, Riddick. Those were, th- I like those movies. I would push Fast and Furious, because okay. I love laughing at those movies. <laughs> because nine isn't enough, apparently. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Uh, Pop Culture Junkie, Push, Fire, Barry, Ghostbusters versus Beetlejuice, John McClane versus Dr. Evil, Forrest Kump versus The Waterboy. Push Ghostbusters versus Beetlejuice, obviously. Yeah, that's easy. Fire Force Gump versus Waterboy. That's just weird. Yeah, and then Barry John McClane versus Dr. Evil. Yeah, Yeah, that's an easy one. Mario Rizzo, after all these years, I still want to punch Walter Peck from the original Ghostbusters in the face. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. It's true, Your Honor. This man has no dick. (laughs) 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 Did you... Did you watch uh, the movies that made us on Ghostbusters? What? So like you know, Netflix has like the toys that makes a, that made oh, us. Oh, okay. They did. They have a series called the movies that made us. Uh huh. And they have one on Ghostbusters. Definitely recommend checking it out. Cool. Because like they said, a lot of like Bill Murray's stuff mm-hmm. was ad-libbed. Well, I like he, sense. He yeah. went off script. Sure. Like the we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Mm-hmm. I think that was ablib. Right. Yeah, and then the this man has no dick. Right. That was Ab-Lib. Uh John, push fireberry movies in the 90s and 2000s. Wrestling in the late 90s. Porn, current day. <laughs> Just a hodgepodge. Fire, porn, current day, because porn any day is fine. Yeah. You know, porn from 10 years ago is good enough. It is. Uh, I mean... I mean <laughs> I get, look, because... I'll go with Push Wrestling in the late 90s and then Barry Movies in the 90s and 2000s. Because there were some good movies there, but like now they can do so much more, you know? Of course, yeah. Jason Derham, do you think the Green Goblin mask was made to replicate William Dafoe's actual face? Kind of like when Brian Cranston wore the Walter White mask at Comic-Con. But why, though? Why would they do that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean I think it is that other Green Goblin is probably William Dafoe, but or Maybe. still Willem Dafoe. Yeah. So I don't know. Carlos Ramirez, Push Fire Barry, what to do with Ghost Rider. Movie, T V show, supporting character. Fire movie. hmm We don't need another one. No. They, they tried we'll a do couple a TV times. Show. Yeah, TV show. Yeah, T V show. Yeah. Push T V show. Team him up with Blade or something. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Steven Kochanowski, since you were reviewing Ghostbusters Afterlife, who's your favorite ghostbusters uh who's your favorite ghostbusters stance Vekman, venkman sprangler spangler or zedmore that's um winston mm-hmm. yeah uh mine was venkman that's bill murray right yep yeah there you go yeah that's easy i mean not I mean, say he's that, everyone's favorite right yeah I mean, come on dan akroyd's was great when he like has a dream about getting a blowjob from a ghost. Yeah. That's shit was crazy. Was it a dream? It was a dream. Yeah? Yeah. He dreamed he was getting a blowjob from a ghost. All right. That's his fantasy. <laughs> J Box, do you guys watch Dexter? Did you watch Dexter? I did watch Dexter. I rewatched it recently. I haven't watched a new season. I'm oh, kinda it's wa- out? yeah. I'm okay. kinda waiting for all the episodes to be available so I can get like a showtime trial. Gotcha. And then binge it in a weekend, you know? And then say fuck you. Yeah. Joseph Fuller just took my eight-year-old to see Afterlife last night. That movie was awesome. Way better than that trash reboot a few years back. Absolutely. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Glad, Glad you said. agree. Right. Well, that is all for the show. <laughs> yep. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Give us a five-star review. All of those. Things. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. Also subscribe on YouTube. That's yes. important. YouTube.com/slash Hollywood Hogwash Pod. Yep. And uh, next week, we're gonna review the uh, South Park movie, South Park post COVID. Yeah, should be fun. I can't wait. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. <laughs>